Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast with Logical John. I saw Patrick Mahomes do some pretty reckless stuff and no one's calling him sugar high. Funny guy, Pat. How'd you like to be Trevor Lawrence though? You're like, all right, man, here I go. First overall pick. I'm going to Florida. I'm from the panhandle, seeing my mom and dad every weekend. And then it's like, you just signed up for a job. And in the interview, they were like, oh, we like to have a lot of fun here. You know, and then you get the job the first day of work and the entire cubicle's on fire and your boss is taking a dump on the carpet. And Stats Guy Brando. We have, we have this trust built uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Not Another Buffalo Podcast, part of the Buffalo Rumblings Network. Uh, my name is John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Gentlemen, how we doing? It's a Thursday night. There's football on. I'm not complaining. It's good. You got a little West Coast hockey, so... I don't know if you guys are staying up. I don't know if you have to get up early. I, I'm probably going to stay up, which to this dismay of Sabres fans, my my record watching the game is is a bad indicator of how they're going to do. Every single game I've watched this year, they've lost and they've won all the ones that I haven't. So hopefully that trend uh, doesn't continue for too long. It's hard to be a fan of the Sabres at times, but this year could be different. Just like the last 12 that they missed the playoffs could have been different, but whatever. You never know when a 10 game win streak is going to turn into a playoff miss. Man, I, I, I have faith in Don Granado. Like, I know we don't talk too much about the Sabres on here and it's really easy to say that, say this after the fact now that they're doing well, but like as soon as they switched to Don Granado and they turned it around last year, I really had high hopes for this season. And admittedly, like it kind of sunk a little bit when they lost Sam Reinhardt and you know, this whole Jack thing hasn't turned out. I mean, at the end of last season, we were pretty optimistic, you know, like, Jack's going to be back and Sam Reinhardt, like we got two, two centers coming back. And then, you know, obviously the hope kind of disintegrated, but Donnie meatballs, what a guy. It reminds me of like watching miracle, like putting together a team of, you know, it, it's, it's bigger than the sum of the parts. So, yeah, it's just crazy because we're good, but they're not, you know, you can be good in a system. You can be good because of coaching, but you don't exceed talently, right? You have, superstars and you have stars and you have role players and then you can have you know nhl players everybody's talented in the professional leagues and this team would look so much better with a number one center and a number one winger oh and they're not here and we just had them and it's sucks it's stupid the whole thing man like i said what did i describe it as pat smashing his brand new guitar on the mantle fireplace until it shatters and then you're like mad that it's broken yeah (laughs) pretty much I do to go to the Sabres game. I took the tags off of my Eichel Jersey that have been sitting in my closet that I bought right before the pandemic hit. And then he decided that he didn't want to play anymore. So I wore the Jersey for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 
All right. So for those of you who this is your first Friday edition episode with us, so usually what we do is two segments. We do pick six pickums, which is we take six games and pick the outcomes. And at the beginning of this year, we picked some pick'em games, which are games with, you know, the lowest spreads out of the weekend. And then the Bills game, of course. But lately we've been picking with the spreads because last week started a trend of there were very few games with close spreads. So we'll pick six games and then we'll also get into some Brando's bets. Um, stats guy Brando on Fridays likes to become degenerate gambler Brando and uh, definitely listen, passes on listen some wisdom. Listen here, buddy. This degenerate is five and one on the season and uh, this show is brought to you by a MacBook Pro via Facebook Marketplace 2017 edition. Uh, so I would like to shout out. I did this already once, but shout out to that goal post in New England because that was a hit in their rainstorm, which gave me the best best bet ever. So that was pretty hype. But anyways, yes, we uh, it's not it's, it's not gambling if you use numbers and stuff. <laughs> I still gambling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's start with recap in last week. Uh, last week, well, we got a lot of red on the scoreboard, actually, because we started picking with spreads. The spreads are so hard, man. The spreads can go. It's crazy, man. It's just the NFL is so close that these points matter. So like the half a point, right? You love that little half point hook. Yeah. Anyway, so we started with Kansas City at Tennessee. We all picked Kansas City. Obviously, that one went out the window. Uh, we all picked Atlanta for Atlanta versus Miami, and they only won by two, and it was a two and a half point spread. So we all got red on that one. Uh, Las Vegas, Philly. Um, Brandon and I picked Las Vegas, so we got that one. Pat missed that one. Uh, San Francisco, Indy at San Francisco. Um, you guys both picked San Francisco, and I picked Indy, so I got that one. New Orleans at Seattle. This one, you guys both picked New Orleans, who was the winner, but they didn't clear the four and a half point spread. And the final score was 13-10, which was conveniently predicted in last week's podcast. But So I had Seattle on that one. And then Carolina at, at the Giants. Um, Pat and I picked the Giants and Brando with Carolina. And Carolina kind of got beat down in that one. Sam Darnold got pulled. So. They did. Like, and it cost me... Yeah, Darnold was seeing ghosts again. Yeah. It is spooky season. Like, Can you blame him, man? There's ghosts everywhere. He's just looking at the... Giants defense and he's like, oh, it's between him and Daniel Jones, it was a straight (laughs) sandwich, dude. Like between the two of them, man. (laughs) All right. So overall, Pat or overall this past week, Pat was one in five. I went four and two, and Brandon was one in five as well. And so I I did make up that three game gap by picking differently than Brando on those last three games. So Overall, Pat dropped to 15 and 21, um, 22 and 14, and Brando, 22 and 14. Tied. Hey, and so anything above be, 500, man. This will be an important week. We're going to let these games uh, settle themselves, man. I'll let the scoreboard do the talking. Season's long, right? It might be a rough stretch right now, but uh, I will not be defined by this one in five stretch. I feel like, Pat, I don't want to make you feel bad, but <laughs> if you were to flip a coin for these games, you might be a little closer to 500. Yeah. No, it's, I, that's why I like the NFL. You know, no, no givens, no locks. Any given Sunday. You know? That's the truth. Yeah. Except Brando's bets, which you'll hear later. But yes. anyways, carry on. I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear this lock of the week, even though Pat and I aren't going to put any money on it. Maybe we will someday. But the second we do, that's when it won't be a lock. So no, that's, that's, how that's true. 
All right, you guys ready to you guys ready to pick? Yep. All right, let's roll it. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, first up, we got the Halloween matchup. Miami coming to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is 14 points favorites in this one, according to ESPN. I think I saw 13 earlier in the week. So, yeah, Brandon, who you got in this one? Do you think they're so, going to clear that spread? Yeah, they're going to clear the spread. So the way I look at it is they'll probably play the Bills closer than they did last time. Except you can play a team closer when you lose 35 nothing and still lose 35-10, to 10, right? So the Bills' offense is going to do its thing. Their defense has yet to solve it. I'm I'm looking to see a different look from Brian Flores on this defensive schematically. Whatever he's doing hasn't worked, right? He seems to start these games out in man defense and tries to bring pressure, but he doesn't often get it enough to where his corners are getting beat by our superior receivers. You got to have the quick pressure if you're going to do that, and they don't have it. And when he finally switches to zone, it's like 21 nothing. So uh, are you going to like... I mean, what's the game plan? Like, how do you how do you keep this team in check? Do you run the ball? I don't really know. Two is not going to be in shape for this. His ribs are just healed. So if Russo slams him into the ground again, expect maybe a couple more broken ribs. But give me the bills to cover this. Yeah. Pat, what about you, man? Well, um, speaking of stats, you guys want to hear a real shocker. Um, uh, all time, the Miami Dolphins are 6-0 on Halloween games. I heard that. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still got to pick the Bills. You know, in the words of Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one. So, Bills win, cover the spread. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't. I, I picked against the Bills covering a huge spread against the Texans, and you know, we all know how went that game went. So, I think a 14 point spread can really be covered easily. I mean, I feel like. You know, if you're going to clear 14 points, it's not like you're going to clear it at 15. Like you might clear it at 28 points, you know, or, or or some larger margin. So I think there's a good chance that, you know, if they beat them up, they'll really, really. I mean, not to mention this game is also in Buffalo, so I don't I don't see anything going against them. Rain, shine, hailstorm, snowstorm. I think they still win by more than 14. I know it's not something that we really know, but. Seeing the Bills win seven in a row against a division rival would be really cool. Uh, we went three and thirty-three against the Patriots over the course of my childhood and young adolescence as a human being. It's very formative and very traumatic to experience that. And I would like some South Florida kids to feel that. You know, they need to know. Sorry, what you know? What did the, that streak get to? I think that streak made it to like fifteen games straight at one point, didn't it? Well, that was right before the um, the Fitzpatrick, Stevie Johnson, Fred Jackson Jackson game. game. That's what I was going to say. Fitzy at home, 2011. Yeah, because they went through all of those late 2000s just sweeping us. But then we went over 20 against the Dolphins at one point. And uh, the record, the career record against these two teams, I think it's like 42 and 58. The, The Dolphins have a winning record over the Bills all time but it's super streaky when you look in the in the calendar for the past of their history was that 20 game streak from like the 70s also they went over the 70s like the bills oh, and that's gotcha. the only that's like the only time yeah. that that's ever happened i think that might be a record 
you know, that was a while ago. We see, but you, if you're ever listening to the radio or that you get these guys that call in and they talk about it, that's like the, our parents' generation, when they grew up, they hated the dolphins. Like we hate the Patriots. Right. Uh, so I want somebody to hate us. Like I hate the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got Washington going to Denver at mile high. Denver is three-point favorites in this one, so it's essentially an even spread. This could easily be a pick em. Brando, who you got in this one? This is hard because Teddy Bridgewater covers spreads, and Washington is a three-point underdog. Wait, so are you Wait, are you assuming that Teddy, like, covering spreads is a QB stat? Cause it is for Teddy Bridgewater. It is for Teddy Bridgewater. That man covers spreads. Wins aren't a QB stat. Teddy Bridgewater has like a, a hugely winning record against the spread over his career. Well, he is 33 and 11 tops of the list of against the spread amongst players who have started at least 10 games, 75% chance that he covers that spread, but he's also coming off a buy. He's also coming off an injury and Washington as three points. Ah, you know, their defense is just not good, but Taylor Heineke is good. I'd have to see the injury report to see for sure because I know Terry McLaurin did not practice today. You have to see the severity of that. But at this moment in time, I'm, I'm just going to take the Broncos there. All right. All right. I got Washington in this one. A, because if we're thinking of it as a pick em, I'm going to take the, the three points there. So, And I, I think that Washington's defense looks so much better on paper. I mean... And they've been so bad this year. I guess they can only go up. You know, maybe this is a get-right game for them against the Broncos' offense. And I mean, the Broncos have been down lately. Like, and I don't, I don't really see them bouncing back too quickly. So I just, I think that Washington isn't a terrible team. I don't know. They don't strike me as like bottom of the barrel. Like they're maybe like two or three inches above the barrel. Like probably floating at the top of whatever terrible liquid is at the bottom of the barrel, but I, I think they pull this one out. So I, I don't know. I, I like that three points there. So even if they, even if Denver wins by a smidge, I'm still covered. But next up, we got Tennessee heading into Indianapolis. Indianapolis are one and a half point favorites, which I think is a little bit surprising considering how both of these teams have done this year. But Brandon, what do you think about that spread, Indy being favored? Do you think that that's just the three-point home field advantage? This is the weirdest spread of the week, I think, because you have Tennessee coming off of a blowout of the Chiefs and beating the Bills. And what have the Colts really done this year? Except, I don't know, this is the hardest one that we have on here. It's obviously the closest spread. The underdog to Tennessee after beating the two biggest contenders going against the Colts, it just seems very, it seems disrespectful and I don't like the Titans, but that seems disrespectful. But looking at Indy, they have the number one run defense. They're number one in DVOA run stopping. Um, whereas Washington or not Washington, uh, who'd they play last week? Who did Indy play? Last San Francisco, week? San Fran, right? They, they, they had some plays where Carson Wentz, I think it was like three or four balls that should have probably been intercepted uh, that weren't. And he's not, you know, he's the least intercepted quarterback right now. But really, I didn't know that. At, at least in the last four games since they've been winning. Sorry, I, I read a stat somewhere that he's been like really getting away with some tough throws. And Tennessee's defense is not good. Pass interference call is going his way too. But I, don't, be mean, don't be mean to Prince Harry. 
<laughs> I don't know. This is so tough because I, you know, you think at least against the run, the defense should do well to Forrest Buckner and, and that linebacking crew at Indianapolis. But I have to take the Titans here strictly on Derrick Henry's superstar MVP season. Uh, you know, I, I always talk about the superstar factor. Give me the give me the points in Tennessee. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. yeah. Patty, what about you? What do you think? Well, I think they just gave him the courtesy. It is a division game. Give me the Tennessee Titans, man. And don't get me wrong. I think that this Indianapolis team is good. I just think it's one of those deals, you know, post Phillip Rivers where, I don't know, you're in a relationship with someone and you break up and then you see a year later and you're like, you know, doesn't mean that they couldn't have an even better version of themselves. But at this point, I don't have that much confidence in them. I uh, tighten this, covering the spread and winning. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I... With Indy being favored in this one, I think t- Tennessee's an easy pick. Indy bought me a win last week that, um, you know, against San Francisco in that super rainy game. But yeah, I, I think Tennessee matches up well with Indy. Indy, for whatever reason, it's not just their quarterback play, it just doesn't look like the same team that they had last year. And they really, I mean, they didn't really lose anybody. So it's surprising, I guess. Maybe they'll hit their stride down the stretch, but. I was in my car thinking about this game and I was really hoping you weren't going to put it on the list because I couldn't make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game we got on the uh, docket is Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta's three point favorites. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about that one? These are two teams that have not been particularly good this year, but we've been picking a lot of Atlanta games I've noticed, which is cool to talk about because I have Corderell Patterson on my fantasy team. But what do, you, what do you think about this matchup, Brandon? You're the you're the you're the resident Carolina expert. I like I said I went I went heavy with the Panthers this year McCaffrey Darnold and, and DJ Moore and DJ Moore has not disappointed Sam Darnold has disappointed and Christian McCaffrey's out and if McCaffrey's still gonna be out it's hard for me to pick them if McCaffrey was playing in this game I would pick them easy but they also probably wouldn't be three point underdogs if McCaffrey's in this game but uh, Kyle Pitts. Seems to be hitting his stride at the right time. I know last week we talked about a touchdown for Kyle Pitts. He didn't get on the score sheet, but he had 165 yards, whatever it was. Yeah, he went off. So that was a good call. Uh, But I think Atlanta has enough juice in the tank and Matt Ryan can throw the ball just enough downfield to at least cover this spread. Well, I I mean, I'm with you guys on this one. I think Atlanta is going to be... In the driver's seat. Uh, Carolina looks to be heading in the same direction as Denver, honestly. Which is sad, because Sam Darnold looked pretty good at the beginning of this year and looked like he was going to have a, a renaissance, and then a couple of weeks later, he's getting benched. So it's just a reminder of how quick things can turn around in this league, and I, I think that they're down right now. So I, I like Atlanta. I think Atlanta's trending upwards. I don't know if they'll be in the wild card conversation, but I like them in this game. They seem to have... A lot of games on their schedule that are, are winnable, and they've been eking some out. They've lost some close games, but I like Atlanta on that one. Next up, we got uh, Pittsburgh heading to Cleveland. Cleveland is three and a half point favorites in that one. Brando, what do you think about this matchup? This is one that I struggled with. Yeah, I did it first. Ben Roethlisberger taking his arthritis supplements all week long. He's going to throw the ball downfield. He's going to hit his receivers he's gonna not check it down every time and he might even lose this game but i like three and a half points man i like the 0.5 hook i like that uh 
Cleveland does not know what they're doing with their quarterback. Baker Mayfield said he might start coming off of his torn labrum, which is interesting to me because I think Case Keenum is good enough to right the ship. I think they're both interchangeable maybe here. Um, but if Baker plays, look for Pittsburgh's defense to really play physical against him. Get those stitches loose, you know, whatever you got to do to cause some pain. But uh, I got Cleveland here. Ah, no, I got Pittsburgh here. <laughs> You're good. Patty, who you got? A hurt Baker. A hurt Nick Chubb. Hunts on IR. Doesn't matter. matter. Give me the Browns. Um, the Ernest. The new bell cow. Browns win and cover at home. Go Cleveland. I think if Cleveland was healthy, it'd be a much easier decision to me. But even despite the injuries, I'm still going Cleveland on this one. I don't think that I think that their biggest drop off is at running back. And that's definitely one position where it's like, you know, if if you've got a good run game, it's it's just as much an indicator of your offensive line as it is your running back. So I'm I'm going Browns on this one. Really? I just, I just haven't been on the Pittsburgh train this year. I, I I don't know. I know they've won some games here and there, but I actually haven't caught a Steelers game since they played the the Bills in week one. So maybe that's where my bias comes from, but I'm going Cleveland on that one. All right. Our last game of the week is Tampa Bay heading into New Orleans. Uh, Tampa Bay is five and a half point favorite. So this is our biggest spread of the week besides the Buffalo game. Uh, Tom Brady going back to... Uh, play Jameis Winston, the ex-Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Brandon, who you got this one? Tom's like, anything you can do, I can do better. Anything you can do, I can do better. And uh, obviously, Pat references the breakup relationship. Now, this is this is what I like to see, gentlemen. You know, you got Jameis. He's, he's grinding it out. And you know, you're doing all right. You're doing okay. You're getting 30 touchdowns, but you're getting 30 picks. It keeps you up at night. You t- your anxiety is, is there. And then, you know, you break up and you get eye surgery and you open your eyes and you're like, oh, I had it pretty good. I should have done this earlier. And Tom Brady walks in this man. He's shiny. He's got seven Super Bowl rings and he's just like, sorry, bro. And uh, wins the Super Bowl with the team that you just had. So uh, I'm going to take Tom. Five and a half points spreads, that, that, that's nothing for Brady, unless he has another off game. I mean, I know New Orleans beat Tampa Bay both times last both year times. in the regular yeah. seasons. We didn't say by, that either. That's quite what I was going to say. Yeah. Quite a bit. Big blowouts. But again, yeah. different. I think Drew Brees at quarterback was was the difference there. So, And Jameis didn't really look good. I know it was a monsoon up in Seattle, but I love you, Jameis, but you haven't really lived up to this this expectation that I had before the year and you know definitely not for Pat's backup fantasy quarterback either so I'm going to go Tampa Bay on that one alright that'll do it for our pick six pickums. tune in next week and we'll go ahead and uh, recap those and see how we did uh, stay tuned for some Brando's bets we're going to be right back support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. 
It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Be responsible, ladies and gentlemen. That's the key. Now, responsibility here. Would we even begin to talk about responsibility without talking about the bills obviously being a lock here? So I'm going to parlay some stuff together again. If you're really following along, we are five and one this season. We have hit some parlays. We've gotten lucky, uh, but we're going to carry that forward here because these are not going to be glamorous. All right. We are trying to make money. We're trying to be smart and not have anxiety. Okay, we we don't want to be stressed. We want to make it as easy as possible. So the way that I look at it, Bills lock, win, swoosh. Okay, Steph Curry, three-pointer, bank it in, man. That man counts a swoosh if it hits the rim as a miss. If he hits the rim and it goes in, doesn't, it doesn't even count for him. This is a swoosh, doesn't even touch the net. Second, we got San Fran at Chicago. These are all just straight up to win. Okay, no spreads. So I pick San Francisco to beat Chicago. Okay, we got Matt Nagy. That man is just nagging that team. Like how, what did he say? I just really like this group of guys, man. We're really coming somewhere. And that's basically like, please don't fire me. I'm making progress. No, you're not. You suck. You're going to lose this game. Uh, So that's two. Now this one, we got the Rams at Houston. Obviously, Houston sucks. Give me the Rams beef up these odds the more teams that we get in the odds the better give me cincy at the jets so i believe that's four teams right we have four teams Mm -hmm. that's four so far i got tampa at new orleans and that's five so give me tampa in that game like we just talked about tom brady at new orleans five and a half is not a big number it seemed like they could have scored a will against chicago tom decided that he wanted to stop so he stopped so i got one more that's uh, super interesting that you don't have to parlay it, but New England at Los Angeles, the over under is 49 right now. And I really think the under in that game because Damian Harris and Mac Jones, they have the worst run defense in the league. The Chargers do, but they have a very good pass defense. So if they can get Damian Harris the ball, they don't want to set up Mac Jones to fail. I think they're going to extend the game, take away some possessions, and I'm looking at like a 22-17 type game. I don't see it hitting 49. So the under on that one is my sneaky lock, but that five-team parlay is my brand-new bet lock of the week. Take it to the bank, get yourself a laptop, whatever you got to do, pay your rent, you know. Nice. So to recap that parlay, we've got Buffalo over Miami, San Francisco over Chicago, the Rams over the Texans, Cincinnati over the Jets, and Tampa Bay over New Orleans, right? Yep. You, you should notice a common theme that we're picking these bad teams because they're really getting beat up on this year. Um, and they are consistently producing wins in the pocketbook. So you just got to, you're really betting on these closer games like Tampa and New Orleans, right? 
we, we're not 100% sure on that. So you want to watch that game to really focus in on that. But yeah, and that's why you're leaving it last in the parlay. But do you have any, do you have odds on that parlay? Like bet X to win Y? All right. Five team parlay, right? Yep. So it's plus 205. So if I bet $60, I pay out 183. Nice. So that's a, that's a money triple on something with mathematically low odds, but you got to think the individual game odds for these games are wild. So like Cincinnati's minus 530, the Rams are minus a thousand. The bills are minus 910. The Niners are minus 210 and the Bucks are minus 240. So those numbers represent how much money you have to wager to win a hundred dollars. So that's, those are crazy. And to get it combined to be plus 205, to be a payout that you double your money and some. Yeah. Are, well, it's because those odds multiply essentially. Yep. And that's, that's why I, I like, I like your formula of, of taking like locks and parlaying them. So yeah, that's how you got to do it. And then when you, you know, the casinos get you because you, I don't five's a lot, like five is a lot to put together. Random stuff can happen when you multiply teams like that. But you know, if you can stick it to three or four, and then, you know, you add one that you're pretty confident about. But this five five team parlay seems pretty good for me. And that's why it's going to be our Brando bet lock of the week. Sweet. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, that's Brando's lock of the week. Bet it. Remember, not financial advice. <laughs> but Hey, can yeah, I say I, something? Can I say something yeah. about tonight? Yeah. About that. Uh, so Nate Geary and uh, the guys at WGR did this awesome fundraiser. Previously, I've never interacted with them and i know nate does a buffalo rumblings podcast as well so it was great to see them they raised over two thousand dollars um they were on the bar you know swinging food raising money for a good cause and it was cool to cool to see that so shout out to those guys if i lived in buffalo still i i would have been i would have been there for sure but that was yeah, the real men wings. wear real real men wear pink campaign right they were raising yep. money for breast cancer awareness correct or? correct okay cool yep. nice that's good. Those are all good guys. So they were, they were very, very personal yeah. guys. So, all right. Just a reminder for you guys: if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, our handle is at Not Buff Podcast. Pat is on Twitter at Real underscore Pat underscore Cap. Brandon is at Haber zero two eight, and I'm at Yukon two two two. Those are really hard to speak out handles, but anyway, just go to at Not Buff Podcast, and you can find all our handles in our bio. That's the so, important one. Yeah, exactly. Also, Sabres are up 3 nothing right now, just so we know. Oh, it's because I'm not watching. There's they, <laughs> If I turn it on, the Ducks are going to come back. Anyway, once you listen to this podcast, you'll know if I watched the game or not based on how the Sabres did. <laughs> so. All right, boys. Well, I'll see you guys back here on Tuesday for our recap of the Dolphins game and then our uh, preview t- looking ahead to Jacksonville and hopefully some interesting topics in there. But... Stay well, my friends.